Section forty seven of the French Revolution. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Elizabeth Buchanan. The French Revolution by Thomas Carlyle. Volume one, book seven, chapter seven. At Versailles. But already Pallas Athena, in the shape of Demoiselle Terroigne, is busy with Flandre and the dismounted dragoons. She and such women as are fittest go through the ranks, speak with an earnest jocosity, clasp rough troopers to their patriot bosom, crush down spontoons and musketoons with soft arms. Can a man that were worthy of the name of man attack famishing patriot women? One reads that Terroin had bags of money which she distributed over Flandre, furnished by whom? alas with money-bags one seldom sits on insurrectionary cannon calumnious royalism terroin had only the limited earnings of her profession of unfortunate female money she had not but brown locks the figure of a heathen goddess and an eloquent tongue and heart meanwhile saint antoine in groups and troops is continually arriving wetted sulky with pikes and impromptu bill-hooks driven thus far by popular fixed idea so many hirsute figures driven hither in that manner figures that have come to do they know not what figures that have come to see it done distinguished among all figures who is this of gaunt stature with leaden breastplate though a small one bushy and red grizzled locks nay with long tile beard it is jordan unjust dealer in mules a dealer no longer but a painter's lay figure playing truant this day from the necessity of art comes his long tile-beard whence his leaden breastplate unless indeed he were some hawker licensed by leaden badge may have come will perhaps remain for ever a historical problem another saul among the people we discern pere adam father adam as the groups name him to us better known as bull-voiced marquis saint harouge hero of the veto a man that has had losses and deserved them the tall marquis emitted some days ago from limbo looks peripatetically on this scene from under his umbrella not without interest all which persons and things hurled together as we see pallas athena busy with flandre patriotic versailles national guards short of ammunition and deserted by d'estaing their colonel and commanded by le contreur their major then caracoling bodyguards sour dispirited with their buckskins wet and finally this flowing sea of indignant squalor may they not give rise to occurrences behold however the twelve she-deputies returned from the chateau without president mounier indeed but radiant with joy shouting life to the king and his house apparently the news are good miss dams news of the best five of us were admitted to the internal splendours to the royal presence this slim damsel louison chabray worker in sculpture aged only seventeen as being of the best looks and address her we appointed speaker on whom and indeed on all of us his majesty looked nothing but graciousness nay when louison addressing him was like to faint he took her in his royal arms and said gallantly it was well worth while elle en valut bien le pain consider o oh women what a king his words were of comfort and that only there shall be provision sent to paris if provision is in the world grain shall circulate free as air 
millers shall grind or do worse while their millstones endure and nothing be left wrong which a restorer of french liberty can write good news these but to wet menads all too incredible there seems no proof then words of comfort are words only which will feed nothing o oh, miserable people betrayed by aristocrats who corrupt thy very messengers in his royal arms mademoiselle louisanne in his arms thou shameless minx worthy of a name that shall be nameless yes thy skin is soft ours is rough with hardship and well wedded waiting here in the rain no children hast thou hungry at home only alabaster dolls that weep not the traitress to the lantern and so poor louison chabray no asseveration or shrieks availing her fair slim damsel late in the arms of royalty has a garter round her neck and furibund amazons at each end is about to perish so when two bodyguards gallop up indignantly dissipating and rescue her the miscredited twelve hasten back to the chateau for an answer in writing nay behold a new flight of menads with im Brunon, bastille volunteer as impressed commandant at the head of it these also will advance to the great of the grand court and see what is toward human patience and wet buckskins has its limits bodyguard lieutenant m de savonniers for one moment lets his temper long provoked long pent give way he not only dissipates these latter menads but caracoles and cuts or indignantly flourishes at imbernon the impressed commandant and finding great relief in it even chases him Brunot flying nimbly though in a pirouette manner and now with sword also drawn at which sight of wrath and victory two other bodyguards for wrath is contagious and to pent bodyguards is so solacing do likewise give way give chase with brandished sabre and in the air make horrid circles so that poor Brunot has nothing for it but to retreat with accelerated nimbleness through rank after rank parthian like fencing as he flies above all shouting lustily ennui l'assassinier they are getting us assassinated shameful three against one growls come from the les contran ranks bellowings lastly shots savonnier's arm is raised to strike the bullet of a les contran musket shatters it the brandished sabre jingles down harmless brunot has escaped this duel well ended but the wild howl of war is everywhere beginning to pipe the amazons recoil saint antoine has cannon pointed full of grape-shot thrice applies the lit flambeau which thrice refuses to catch the touch-holes are so wetted and voices cry Eretez, il n'est pas temps encore stop it is not yet time messieurs of the garde de corps ye had orders not to fire nevertheless two of you limp dismounted and one war-horse lies slain were it not well to draw back out of shot-range finally to file off into the interior if in so filing off there did a musketoon or two discharge itself at these armed shopkeepers hooting and crowing could man wonder draggled are your white cockades of an enormous size would to heaven they were got exchanged for tricolour ones your buckskins are wet your hearts heavy go and return not the bodyguard file off as we hint giving and receiving shots drawing no life-blood leaving boundless indignation some three times in the thickening dusk a glimpse of them is seen at this or the other portal saluted always with execrations with the woo of lead let but a bodyguard shoe face 
he is hunted by rascality for instance poor m de mocheton of the scotch company owner of the slain war-horse and has to be smuggled off by the versailles captains or rusty firelocks belch after him shivering asunder his hat in the end by superior order the bodyguards all but the few on immediate duty disappear or as it were abscond and march under cloud of night to rambouillet weber ubi supra we remark also that the versailles have now got ammunition all afternoon the official person could find none till in these so critical moments a patriotic sub-lieutenant set a pistol to his ear and would thank him to find some which he thereupon succeeded in doing likewise that flandre disarmed by pallas athena says openly it will not fight with citizens and for token of peace has exchanged cartridges with the versailles sans culottism is now among mere friends and can circulate freely indignant at bodyguards complaining also considerably of hunger end of section forty seven